Welcome to Law in the Family, a production of the Pennsylvania Bar Association Family Law Section, providing insights for lawyers about the practice of family law in Pennsylvania. The information shared during this podcast is for general information purposes only. Nothing in this podcast should be taken as legal advice for any individual case or situation. This information is not intended to create, and receipt or listening does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and the podcast guests, and don't necessarily represent those of the Pennsylvania Bar Association. Welcome to Law and the Family, where we discuss issues and topics related to the practice of family law in Pennsylvania. I'm Aaron Weems, a family law attorney in Fox Rothschild's Blue Belt Montgomery County office. Today, I'm pleased to introduce Hillary Munay to our listeners. Hillary is a partner at Obermeyer in their Doylestown office and is here today in her capacity as the new chair of the Pennsylvania Bar Association's Family Law Section. Hillary, welcome to Law and the Family. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks for being here and giving us a chance to talk with you a little bit about what your goals are for your tenure and what types of initiatives you'd like to get into. But first, let's talk a little bit about you and tell us a little bit about your background and your involvement with the section. So I've been practicing family law for basically my entire career. It was not my intent when I like came out of law school necessarily, but I enjoyed doing it. And I actually started as a summer associate at Obermeyer after my second year of law school. And Obermeyer was my first job after law school. And I did some commercial litigation for a year. And then I reached out to the two family law partners that were then there at the time, Bob Whitelaw and Ann Berber, and said, hey, I really like family law. Do you guys need any help? And sure enough, they were very happy to give me some work to do. And that was sort of how my family law practice started. Ever since then, I've never looked back. I've been doing family law. I've been involved in the section since I started practicing probably 25, 6, 7, too many years ago. <laughs> I feel like it's it's there's a lot of us that sort of started in different types of litigation and kind of found our way to family law. Did you bring over with you from your commercial litigation experience any skills that, that help you make that transition into this different type of commercial litigation? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think so many of the skills are transferable from other areas of litigation. So all the writing, brief writing, even doing depositions, not that we do them so much in family law, but I'm comfortable with them. Whereas, you know, I might have not had that experience. It might have not been something that I wanted to do drafting motions, drafting pleadings, all of that. So it was really more about learning the law, you know, learning family law, how it works, because it is, I think, very different than commercial litigation. I think the way we practice is a bit different, but I sort of immediately love the opportunity to connect with clients in a, in a different way than I did when I was doing commercial litigation. Oh, no doubt. I mean, we are, we're dealing with people that day to day, we can have a huge impact on their situation compared to the grind that is commercial litigation or other forms of litigation where things can take forever to be accomplished. So tell us a little bit about your background within the section and some of the different roles that you've held. So I started out in the section initially serving on the rules committee, I believe was sort of my first position with the section, just being a member of that committee starting to understand the domestic relations rules, how they were promulgated, what the section took on as far as what we wanted to recommend, not recommend, what our positions were. And I also became involved in the programming committee, basically helping to plan the programs for the winter and summer meetings. Eventually became the chair of the rules committee, and I liked doing that for a couple of years, and then kind of moved over to be the chair of the programming committee, which I ended up doing several times for several different of our chairs. And that's probably my favorite thing to do. I, I really like planning programs, trying to come up with some creative ideas for 
things that are a little bit different, maybe, that our section wants to hear about. Then I got involved with council and from there just sort of took off and I became more involved with the leadership of the section and realized that I really liked meeting colleagues from across the state, hearing about the different ways that people did things, how courts were different, and really just making connections with people on a personal level. Yeah, it is pretty interesting for us that are sort of on the eastern side of the state that there really is a diversity of practice all the way across the Commonwealth and how things are handled. And I certainly think that's what makes it such a good section to be a part of because you really can pick things from different places that you might be able to use in your area. Exactly. And I, I really like that we have so many judges that are active in our section and really willing to share their expertise and their knowledge and their thought process and be involved with the practitioners. I think that's a huge benefit to being a part of the section is that you do get a lot of face time with them as well as the opportunity to hear from them. In terms of your tenure as chair, what do you hope to implement or achieve? So there are two sort of big things that I'm working on this year, and I'm, I'm sure you, you've heard me already talk about the leadership development program, which again, as you kind of heard how I came up in the section and everything I did, I really feel like it's important to get younger attorneys involved in the section early on and sort of give them a mechanism by which to gain some leadership skills and learn about the leadership of the section. So I believe we have eight members of the leadership development program. There were applications. They were completed. Each applicant had to include a reference. And then the co-chairs who are Stephanie Weingrad and Julie Colton and Anthony Hoover and I reviewed the applications and really ended up with a class that we think is excellent. Both There's a lot of geographic diversity, which is great. There's some age diversity, some small practice, some larger practice. And everyone seems really excited about the program. And it's sort of set up so that there are monthly meetings. For example, one of the meetings will be with the entire Family Law Section Executive Board so that we can talk to them, free-flowing conversation, give some advice. We have a meeting set up with Matt Holliday, who's the executive director of PBA, so he could talk a little bit about the overall involvement with PBA. We have some programs set up where the program members will be doing uh, Myers-Briggs type task leadership skills, what that looks like, and then we're going to have somebody talk to them about that. So there's a lot of diversity in the program, and we're really hoping we're getting people involved in the section early on and that they will keep up with the section and become leaders in the section moving forward. Yeah, it's a great program. I, I know for myself, it wasn't until a little bit into my career that I started to get more involved with the section. And a program like this, I think, will be great to help sort of demystify some of what happens, you know, with counsel and some of the actual administrative parts of the section. And you get a better idea of what it is that you're trying to achieve in terms of bringing attorneys together, trying to improve the practice as a whole and share knowledge within the section. Yeah, and that was pretty much my thought as well. It was one of those areas where I sort of had the same thought. I got involved a little bit, you know, a little bit later, really on, on more of the leadership track. And we have a lot of new, younger attorneys in our section, and I really wanted to find a way, like you said, to sort of bring them in early and get them involved. So that's sort of the first thing. And then the other thing we're going to be doing, which I'm also really excited about, and that's actually is monthly, we're calling it Family Law Roundup Lunch and Learn programs, where it's going to be a Zoom meeting, essentially. Stephanie Steckler-Tarantino and Carla Schiff-Donnelly are the co-chairs for that. And we're treating it almost like we do the case law updates at the winter and summer meetings. 
And we're going to have a young attorney who's responsible for each month of the meetings. We're having about, I think it's about eight or nine of them. And they'll basically give a case law update on any of the cases that came out in the last month. They'll talk about the rules that are sort of out there, some of the legislative stuff. And then we're going to open it up to any other topics that people want to talk about. No registration. It'll be at the same time each month when we have them. People just jump on, get the latest, you know, updates. And we thought it was a, a way to reach a bigger cross-section of our section. Maybe people who don't always make it to meetings, people who don't have a large county bar like some of us do. So we're going to try that out and see how that goes as well. That's great. And that's going to be something we can find the information on through the PBA's website and through some of the emails. Yes. And Pam Cantz will be sending that out. All the information on that will be sent out as to when they are with the Zoom link. Like I said, no registration, click on. If you can jump on, you know, it'll be, it'll be lunchtime hour, you know, just hear what's going on. Because I know for me, I really like the case law updates at the section meetings, because I feel like I'm making sure I'm up to date on some of the cases that I might have missed throughout the last six months. So this will try to keep us up to speed a little bit more in real time. So tell us a little bit about your summer and winter meetings. Where will they be? Are there any kind of topics that we can look forward to hearing about? So our winter meeting is going to be held January 11th to the 14th in Charleston. Very excited about that meeting. It's been in the works for a while. We already have a pretty good feel on our programs for that meeting. We are going to have a initial plenary that's going to be somewhat of a diversity, equity, and inclusion program. And talking about those things sort of in the courtroom and how we can make sure everyone feels comfortable and what we do in some of our cases and our family law cases specifically, we definitely come across issues, especially in, in custody cases dealing with some, at least more recently, I know I have some transgender youth issues. So we're going to address some of that as well. So that's going to be one of our plenaries. Our other plenary, which I'm also really excited about, is going to be sort of a Southern hospitality civility program. So we're going to have a judge and an attorney from South Carolina, as well as a judge and attorney from Pennsylvania. We're going to talk about some of the differences, some of the the way that Southern hospitality and civility works there, maybe a little different than what we do here. So that will be good. We're going to have a program on the intersection of educational law and family law so that the family lawyers can learn a little bit more about the educational law. We see a bunch of that in our practice with kids who are, you know, need IEPs, need 504s. What's the difference between them? What if parents can't agree? All those sorts of things. So that we'll have a program on that. We're going to have an intersection of criminal law and family law program. And we'll have case law updates. And I think there may be one or two more, but I'm just losing track. But they'll all be out in the brochure, which should be out in October. Excellent. And uh, where do you plan on doing your winter meeting? I'm sorry. Summer, I'm sorry. So the summer meeting will be um, at the Hyatt Chesapeake. So a favorite place of our section. Everyone likes to go there. We always get really good attendance. And it's close enough for everyone that it, it doesn't require too much traveling. So I'm looking forward to that meeting too. It's one of the first meetings I remember going to, you know, and really can still remember. I believe it was David the Dove's meeting at the time. So it'll be nice to be back there. That sounds great. I'm looking forward to both of them. I think we've had some really great programs in the past, but what I'm really impressed by from what I hear from you is that a lot of this isn't just about this year. A lot of it is, it feels like it is really setting us up for long-term viability as a, as a section to start integrating younger attorneys, getting them seasoned within this process, and really looking to try to grow the section. And I, I applaud you for it. 
Thanks. Moving forward, if people aren't involved in the PBA, how can they get involved? What types of things can they get into if they're sort of new to it? Sure. So in the section, as you know, we've got tons of different committees and, and our committee chairs always welcome people who want to join. In fact, I had an attorney in, in Bucks County where I primarily practice who after the Sagamore meeting said to me, hey, really, I heard you talk about the diversity committee. I'm really interested in that. Connected her with Christine Cowling, Julie Auerbach, who are the committee chairs, and they've added her to the roster. So we've got diversity committee, membership committee. We've got like health and wellness committee. We've got legislative rules. Programming's pretty well set. That's a little bit different. But if people are interested in getting involved, feel free to reach out to me anytime and I'll connect you with the right committee person. You know, if you have an interest in a specific committee, if you just want to get involved, I'm happy to have a conversation to try to find the best fit for you because our, our section really does thrive when we have more people involved in each of our committees. So always looking for new members to get involved in the section. And I guess it's important just to remind people that you don't have to be elected to council. You don't have to be already in the pipeline, so to speak. You can volunteer for these committees and be part of sort of the team that's working on a lot of these different issues. Right. Committees are, are open basically to everyone and you, you don't have to be elected or anything like that. You're absolutely right. So, Hillary, thank you for joining us. Is there anything you'd like to leave us with before we conclude for today? Just that I'm really looking forward to my year as chair, looking forward to connecting with our members, and really encourage anybody who's interested in getting off to please reach out to me. Okay. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure, and we'll see you at the winter meeting. Wonderful. Thanks so much, Aaron. Thank you to Hillary Munay from Obermeyer for joining me today. Hillary is the chair of the Pennsylvania Bar Association Family Law Section and will be serving for the next year. Please feel free to reach out to her if you're interested in serving on any committees and check out the PBA's website related to the section for more information about upcoming events. Thank you for joining us today on Law and the Family. I'm Aaron Weems, and if you have any topics you'd like to discuss, if you'd like to keep the conversations going, please feel free to contact me at my email address or on Twitter at Aaron Weems ATTY. Thanks again, and we'll be back again soon to discuss more ideas related to the Pennsylvania Family Law Attorney. Law and the Family is a production of the Pennsylvania Bar Association Family Law Section. To learn more or to join the section, visit the Pennsylvania Bar Association website at pabar.org. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And to catch up on every episode, join us at anchor.fm slash lawinthefamily. A reminder that nothing in this podcast should be taken as legal advice for any individual case or situation. This information Information is not intended to create an attorney-client relationship. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and the guests and don't necessarily represent those of the Pennsylvania Bar Association. Thanks for listening and tune in for future podcasts.